Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by Dr. Michael Murphy, lecturer in IADT and industry expert. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for joining me once again. So Live Nation have launched On the Road Again, a new programme created with Willie Nelson to support developing artists. This is a really good news story, isn't it? Uh, it's, a gr- it's a great news story. You're, you're completely right. And it's lovely that, you know, Willie Nelson, who's had a long career, who's, you know, one of the icons, but still has a bit of that outlaw sensibility. You know, he never seemed to be completely mainstream. It's lovely to see him involved with one of the biggest corporate entities in the in the music business, doing something that's not about maximizing profits or increasing revenue. It's about supporting young, early stage, mid-stage bands. I, I think it's very positive. It's exciting. So they're going to give them money for travel. But why, I suppose, first of all, is touring so important for artists? And I suppose artists starting off as well. Yeah, well, in the old days, product, records, CDs. And now touring has outstripped that in terms of of the revenue it creates. And so now touring and merchandise sales have become two key revenue streams. And the costs of touring have gone up. Everything is more expensive. Post-pandemic freight, technological goods, you know, there was just that huge squeeze on on productivity that happened during COVID and everything from the crew costs to the setup costs is more expensive. So Live Nation, who own a huge, huge, huge number of really key venues in the United States and in Canada, have said, look, we want to help out the bands and we're going to... in include money, bonus money, because we pay the bands to do the gig. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to give money for, for transport and to help out with, with the cost of, of, of roadies and technological people, uh, you know, up to three grand per gig, which, you know, that can make a difference to, to your profits uh, wh- when you're on the road. And then the other, I think it's even more significant, is that they're saying we won't charge a commission on merchandise sales. Mm-hmm. And merchandise sales are now often the difference between a tour breaking even or even losing money and a turning a profit. I've heard that discussion quite a bit between different places in regards to merchandise because I don't think everyone is as fair with artists and I think that's quite unfair for up-and-coming artists. I, I love that you think that. You see, you're a punk rocker at heart. <laughs> Probably. And, <laughs> and, you know, in the old days, you played in a small club. You might even have screen printed the shirts yourself. And, you know, T-shirts don't cost that much. You know, it's between 250 to to 450 to, to get a T-shirt printed with your band name if, if you're doing decent quantities. And... Some of the venues, some of the bigger venues, you know, I'm talking about Stadia, would have been taken between 20 and 30 percent off the top. Mm-hmm. And that's a serious dent in, in the profitability of, of selling merchandise. So for Live Nation, which, you know, is, is a huge concert promoter, it's a huge owner of radio stations as well as venues, as I mentioned. But it's also part of, you know, the enterprise that, that owns Ticketmaster. So 
this is a very, very strong statement. And I think it challenges the entire industry. Some people were already letting bands, you know, sell, sell the T-shirts or the, or the merch, the tote bags, the hoodies, the, the toques, the hats, the, um, the, the trucker's hats, stickers. They, they were letting the band sell it for nothing. But if someone was taking 20 or 30% of your merchandise, it was really, really hurting you. So I'm hoping that this is the music industry collectively saying we really need to support early stage bands or even, you know, a band that's had a huge hit, but maybe isn't playing the huge venues anymore. So I would love to think that this is a reckoning. I actually don't think there should be tax on, on T-shirts, mm. on band T-shirts, because it, it can be so important. It's a lifeline when you're starting off. Do you think what Live Nation is doing is something that might spread further afield? I, I think there's a very good chance that that it will spread further afield or that it will be acknowledged that other people, maybe not Live Nation, were doing this anyway. Yeah. So maybe Live Nation is just catching up with with the kind of the, that punk rock, do-it-yourself spirit of, okay, you're, you're a new band, you know, we're a, a small or medium-sized venue. We're not going to charge you anything. Keep the money. You deserve it. So it would be lovely if this became, in fact, I would even like if legislators mm -hmm. started looking at that, that, okay, band T-shirts are really important. Product doesn't sell. Ticket prices just keep going up. And, you know, people don't seem to have a handle on, on how to control that. Would it be lovely if T-shirt sales, merch sales were protected? And we might as well mention it because we're talking about that whole touring, why it's important, but also for us who want to go and enjoy this music, ticket sales have been rising. And I know there's been a lot of talk on certain artists not coming here because of insurance and different types of things. But what do we actually know? What is fact in regards to that? Well, here's a good fact. Between 1981 and 2017, the consumer price index, you know, the, the, the price of a, of a shopping basket. It, it tripled, you know, it went from $10 to $30 over that period. Ticket prices in that same period went up ninefold, 900%. So we know that this is something that's been building and building and building, the ticket prices going up. And then along came this really, really strange thing that's called dynamic pricing. Sometimes it's called platinum tickets. And that's where music fans sometimes by accident or without knowing what's going on, they end up in an auction <laughs> where the ticket prices just keep going up. And it might be fairer on the fan if the band said, look, the tickets, a certain amount of them are going to be 200 euro. Mm -hmm. And that way, you know what the price is. But this idea that the ticket prices are advertised at 120 and 160 but then you go into this auction and you genuinely don't know what the price is going to be yeah. if you get to the shopping basket stage. So it might be a lovely time if we're saying, let's give bands a chance to say, well, let's seriously look at look at ticket prices, because the, the, the fact is that they're going up. And I, um, I remember last week on primetime, someone who had been very important in, in Ticketmaster in, in Ireland, and he was saying ticket prices, those type increases and that dynamic pricing, it's here to stay. Mm. And 
I actually don't think it's here to stay, Louise. I think it'd be very, very bad for the fan. And I think at some stage, enough fans will say, look, the line has been crossed. Just tell us the price of the ticket and we'll make up our mind. But but don't do this sneaky auction thing. And sometimes it's compared to the airlines. Oh, the airlines do it. If you book a ticket to London for tomorrow, it's going to cost you more than if you booked it a year before. But the music industry is completely different because with the pre-sales, some of the tickets are sold. That doesn't happen with the airlines. With the airlines, you can you can see how many tickets are left. You can't see that with concert tickets. So the comparison is actually obscuring the facts. And I know there's probably other artists that do it as well, but I know Keen De Crow when he went on tour there a couple of months ago, he was like, I'm not going to do any of these platinum meet and greets. He, what he did was everyone paid the same price for a ticket and then it went into um, a bucket and he just pulled out names and then whoever was pulled out of the bucket got to meet meet him. But I kind of like that instead of having to, like you say, keep go- going in and not really knowing what you're going to be spending at the end of it. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're spot on. And I love those bands that are finding an alternative to it. Mm-hmm. And I just would hate because because I, as you know, I, I love live music. I've gone to over 5,000 gigs. It's so important to me. And I wouldn't like to think that the band are saying, hey, Dublin, it's great to be here. And they're thinking, especially the people who paid more money for the tickets yeah. than the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Because that is a, a sad fact of this new economic model that the band is saying, now explicitly, no, but implicitly, they're saying we actually prefer the people to be here who have paid more money and we're glad that the people who wouldn't increase the bidding, we're glad that they're not there. I don't think bands think like that. And I think they're being misrepresented by this new policy that's probably been, they're probably been told, oh, everyone does it, don't worry. I, I think it, it has to be stopped. I, I think we need we need to have a good conversation and 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 a fight if necessary, where, where the fans' voices get heard. And I, I think it will happen. I think it is something that, that will happen. Dr. Michael Murphy, lecturer in IADT and industry expert, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you.